Report, recorded live on the third largest moon in our solar system, Callisto. He's the current reigning podcasting champion of the world, your host, Icy Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's me again, Icy Robots. I'm about a hero I just sacrificed to make your life a bit better each and every week. And this week, the Toys R Us report is brought to you by the fine folks over at Luke's Toy Store. Luke's is the internet's premier one-stop shop for all your... Mini Mate related needs. What's a Mini Mate? I'm sure you know, but if you don't, you're soon going to find out. A Mini Mate is a two inch block figure that's super customizable, super fun. They got all the great licenses. They got Walking Dead, which is cool. They got Godzilla. They got Buck Rogers. You can have Gil Gerard. They are dope. And this episode of the show is brought to you by the fine folks over at Luke'sToyStore.com. All right, here we go, guys. Hit it. Star man, I don't understand this man. Yo, you've got to slow down, man. You're losing them. Radio suckers never play me. You are listening to the Toys R Us report. We might blow up, but we won't go pop. No, my dudes, we will never do that. The Toys R Us report will never go out on the pop tip. We're keeping it straight real. Anyway, how was your Halloween? Mine was pretty fun. It uh, at first I was not sure what was going to happen. We didn't seem to have anything planned. I don't know. It was it's just. It's been hot. It's been super hot here, and I didn't get the decorations out as soon as I should have. I did get them out, but not as soon as I should have. We got some cool blow molds, which I really like. We got ghosts and stuff. We set up, you know, some tombstones. It's cool. We make it, try to make it a bit festive, uh, but it's been hot, and not a lot of other people in the neighborhood really set up. The We got a new neighbor next door, and he just moved in, and the people across the street are moving. People, uh... Next to that, have their house for sale. I don't know. People just didn't set up. So it didn't seem like it was going to be that uh, Halloween-y. And 2.0 didn't have any kind of tight plans. And I worry. You know, I want her to have a good time. Especially on Halloween, which is always fun. I want her to have a neat neat memory of Halloween. Because you only get so many as a kid. But her, uh, it came together for her. Because at the last minute, she had a friend stay over. And they were here. You know, doing girl stuff, having a fun time, and then when Halloween rolled around, they, uh, they came up with, like, a last-minute costume together. She had a costume, she decided to flip the script, she went with something else, and, uh, she, she dresses 21 Pilots. That's some kind of a band that she's into right now. They're, they're, I don't know. It's new music, not really my thing, but they are alright, so... Her and her friend dressed like the members of 21 Pilots, and they went out trick-or-treating, they had a good time, but... Our neighborhood used to be sort of a... Halloween destination. It wasn't the go-to place. There's a place that is pretty wealthy that people go to. Uh, there's mansions, and they they do it up. They do it up. It's like the Cirque du Soleil over there, and uh, people generally go there, but if they don't, they would. this would be one of the neighborhoods we would get, and it would always be crowded with trick-or-treaters, which I really enjoy. It's fun to see the costumes. It's fun to pass out the candy. It's fun, you know, we used to get the candy, so now it's cool to participate on the other side and dish out the candy. You know, you're keeping keeping the circle of a dope tradition alive, so it's fun to do. You know, I like to comment on the kids' costumes, be like, hey, you know, 
you're a cool looking Batman or check you out, you know, uh, Nightwing or whatever. It's fun. But we did not get as many people as we sometimes do. Our block, it was, I won't say it was dead, but it wasn't that great. I, I, we had to actually, usually we just wait in the house and people come, but we, we didn't see anybody coming. So we actually went outside so that people would know that we were doing the uh, trick-or-treats because also I didn't want to get stuck with all these candy bars because I would eat them. I wanted to get them out there to people in need, but um, eventually it did turn out all right. We got enough mobs of people. They came in mobs. You get a group of like 10 or 15, and then there would be a break. Then another group of like 10 or 15. So there was some, but it wasn't as much as I thought, and we went through such a dry spell at the beginning that I'm thinking like, is Halloween, is it over? Is Halloween gone? Uh, has the tradition gone away for goods? But people showed up, and it was a good time, you know. Um, I listened to Art Bell. I don't know if you guys are into him with the Midnight in the Desert, but he does a Halloween show where people call in and tell ghost stories, and we were playing that. And it was fun. Fun overall, I would say. I hope you guys had a good time as well. Uh, well you know, that's about it right now. Let's move into... The next segment of the show, which is at the movies, we got two reviews for you this week. One time for your mind. Yo, ISR, they think we're taking shorts, man. Show them Mrs. Cold Medina. Come on, kick it. In a moment, at the movies, without Ebert, Siskel, or even that dude Roper. But you got Icy Robot, so that's something, right? in one place. I've never been so happy. I don't want this day to end. And it doesn't have to. As long as we get rid of Stein. I've never read a Goosebumps book, but uh, 2.0 was into them for a minute. I would bring them home for her. She would check them out. She thought they were cool. She liked all of them except for, uh, what's his name? Slappy, the ventriloquist dummy that we just heard. That was the clip from the movie. And uh, Slappy, the ventriloquist dummy voiced by Jack Black, who also plays R.L. Stein in the movie, is kind of the main villain. Uh, Goosebumps was good. It was fun. I would... Um, I would say if you are of the Goosebumps generation, you definitely want to see it because, I mean, I thought it was an entertaining movie and I didn't even know that much about the series outside of that. You know, it was like a elementary, junior high kind of horror sort of deal with uh, different monsters and that they were all written by R.L. Stein. That's all I knew. Uh, it did seem fun, though, so we decided to check it out. And I'm glad we did because... It brought back some neat memories of 2.0. She's at that age where she's kind of trying to push her childhood behind her. And this kind of helped to bring it back. Because we all know that even though we do sort of want to push it away at a certain point, there is a point when you're going to want it to come back. And that point is, I don't know, for all of us is now. So I'm telling her just, you know, don't even, don't even let it go in the first place. But at any rate, she thought it was cool. It was fun. The idea basically is that, um... These people move into a new town, and when they do, they meet a mysterious person who turns out to be R.L. Stein. And when R.L. Stein writes a book, it is actually real, and he has to trap the characters inside of the manuscript with a, uh, with like a magic key or something. So, 
One day, all of the characters get loose from his collection of manuscripts, and they tear the town up. And the kids gotta team up together with R.L. Stein, played by Jack Black, to get all of the monsters back into the um, original uh, manuscripts. It's fun. Good time. Good action. Adventure. Kids. Horror kind of deal. Um, I like the idea of how they made R.L. Stein one of the characters in it. It was neat how the kids were like... Because I, I can imagine reading the books... It would be, a, like, something you would imagine. Like, I wonder what this guy's like. He's so mysterious or whatever. It would be like going on an adventure with uh, Stephen King for somebody of our ages. At any rate, I would give Goosebumps, eh, let's see, 3.5 mics out of 5 mics on the source scale. I mean, it's fun. It's good. But you will probably start forgetting it just about as soon as it's over. But, you know, that's not a bad thing. It's fun to be entertained for a while. So, if you want to check it out, check it out. If not, you know, get it on DVD. It's one of those movies that'll translate nice to DVD. It might be one that you end up watching with the kids over and over and over again. But that's not really a bad thing because it could be worse. All right, on to the next one. Let me just, uh, let me pop in the tape of the clip that I have right here. Hold on one sec. Okay, here we go. How did that get in there? One means nothing. Two, a coincidence. Three, trouble. The Last Witch Hunter stars Vin Diesel, and on the poster he has long hair, a beard, and a flaming sword, and you know, that means me, the kid, Icy Robots, he's gonna be there. I can't miss it. And, uh, I don't know. It was alright. Uh, the basic deal is that there are witches in the world, and Vin Diesel is an immortal hunter of these evil witches. Like, they're out there doing stuff... But lucky for us, Vin's in the background, Vin D's is in the background, straight chopping necks, doing what he has to do. He is similar to, um, Blade. You know, he is the daywalker of witches, even though he's not a witch. He is an enemy of the witches, and Blade, Blade is a vampire who hates other vampires. Uh, Vin Diesel isn't a race traitor of that sort. But anyway, the movie is fun, it's, um, it's cool, there's a lot of action, there's a lot of this, a lot of that. Uh, Egret the Wildling from, um, what's it, Game of Thrones is the female lead, and that's cool because, you know, she's lovely, she's charming, and, you know, she's cool. She has a cool accent, she has red hair, so it's fun to see her in, you know, outside of the, uh, Game of Thrones universe, but I don't know, my dudes, the movie's not fantastic. It's, it's fun, it's, you know, it's a nice, like, afternoon movie. If you're a fan of Vin D's, I mean, by all means, go see it because... All through the beginning, he is like a barbarian, straight chopping people to bits with long hair, a beard, covered in fur. And that, you know, that alone is, uh, is worth seeing. I, I like Vin D's. I think that, I think that beyond the Fast and Furious franchise, dude has, he has a certain charisma. He has a certain way of acting that... I don't know, you can't sleep on it. Vin Diesel is not a bad actor. He's doing, like, a Vin Diesel thing 
like how other actors are doing their thing. And to me, the thing works. He has this way of talking that I can't really find a way to describe, but you know what I'm talking about. He has this way of talking where everything he says sounds serious, farcical, and awesome all at the same time. I I think that when he is gone, we're going to look back at the body of work and we're going to be like, you know what, this dude wasn't as um as jokey as some people think. But that's just me, and I don't think that The Last Witch Hunter is going to be a prime example of that, but... When laid side by side with some of the other cool stuff he's done, you know, we're going to look back and when Vin Dees passes off the earth, he will be the last person they play in the Oscar deal. You know how they play all the people who passed away at the Oscars? Every, he will be the final one that everybody stands and applauds for. You can just mark my words. Uh, so at any rate, um, last Witch Hunter, I'm just going to give it like three mics. I can't go 3.5 because... It's not really that great, but it does have some qualities. It, you know, um, Michael Caine is in it, and you can't, you can't ever sleep on that. That's always dope, but I don't know. I can't really recommend it. Check it out if you see it on Cinemax or if it's on Netflix. You know, you might want to waste a couple hours watching it, but, um, I don't know. Not bad, but also not that great. I want to thank the fine folks over at Luke'sToyStore.com for jumping on and becoming a show sponsor. And while I got your ear here, I want to remind you to make sure to check out their giant Black Friday sale. That's November 27th. It's over at Luke'sToyStore.com. And I want to say right off the bat that their prices are pretty they're pretty low as it is right now compared to what you might pay for a uh, mini-mate in a retail situation. So when they drop prices... You're talking some good savings. It's just, you know, it's a very big sale, dude. You are going to save some dough, get some presents, and also have enough left over to get some cool mini-mates for yourself. You can check it out, lukestoystore.com. Scarecrow and Mrs. King will not be seen tonight, but will return next week at this time. Yo, Dingleberry, you want it, you got it. More tales from the dig a.k.a. Dig Life. Things have been pretty weird over at The Dig lately. The Dig, if you don't know, it's what we call the Goodwill Outlet Store. It's like the final resting place for an item before it gets thrown in the dumpster. A lot of the things that have gone there have gone through the store and then come back here after not selling. But a lot of the things also are donated here and just get sent directly right to The Dig. So you get a lot of unsorted boxes... And you can get some good bargains. You really, you really can. You gotta look, but you can get some good bargains. You gotta put up with a weird environment as well. And that is one of the weird goings on lately. We had a couple situations over at the store where, um, one of the girls who worked there just, I don't know, they they go on these rampages. It's a very crazy, crazy is probably the right word. It's a very weird environment with a lot of people running, pushing, shoving, and it does get... I'm not going to say it gets dangerous, but it does get something. And every once in a while, one of the clerks decides that they should take it upon themselves to try to get some order. I'm going to bring some order to this town. 
is the kind of deal. You know, they got a sheriff's badge. They're coming in. And what they do is they just, they start yelling. It You see it every time. People last a while, but then eventually they get to the point where they're at the dig just yelling and screaming. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I guess, I guess it's rough, but we all have rough jobs that we deal with. And I don't know, man, the people that break, they break constantly. And when they do, they just go on these rampages before they go out. And this one girl was going on a rampage. She had... She had everybody lined up. She seriously made everybody line up. And she just walked back and forth, pointing and yelling. She was just like... She said this. She said these words. If you guys are going to act like idiots, I'm going to treat you like idiots. You're all a bunch of idiots. And she's just like pointing at people. People who are coming into a store to shop. Imagine like... You own a store, and you're gone from the store, but you left somebody there that you trust, and you come back in, and she has all the customers lined up and calling them idiots. I mean, you would not be happy, and that is exactly what happened. Not the owner of Goodwill, but the Goodwill manager came in, the one who manages the dig, and she's just like, what is going on here? And... I don't know, before you know it, this girl was gone, she got fired, and they had a whole new group of people in there. It's just, the turnover there is insane. I don't know if it's the kind of people who get hired at the Goodwill, I don't know if it's just the pressure of the dig, or what, but, um... Man, people come, people go, and I, I, I'm not getting across what this rampage was like. The girl was, I mean, have you ever gone into a store and had the person who is running the store like line you up and scold you and call you an idiot. It's a very, very weird experience. But what it is, is a lot of the people who are at the dig, they make their dig, like their entire living. They make their entire living at the dig. Like they, everything they find there is what is going to put food in their mouth. You know, either be it through selling the stuff to flea market, selling the stuff on eBay or on Craigslist. There is like a lot of sellable material that goes through there and people will grab and sell things, and that is how they make the entirety of their living, and the people who run the dig know that there are these people here, and I think it gives them kind of more leeway in mistreating them, because they know they don't necessarily have somewhere else they can go to kind of find all this junk, and it just happens all the time, and it was it was good that this time when it happened, somebody came through the witness it, and there were immediate repercussions. No, I don't think it was immediate, but they took the girl aside, they pulled her out while it was going on, brought somebody else in, and I don't know, man, things have been mellow yellow there ever since. Um, here is, here's another thing that happened over at the dig recently. The cashiers have a lot of leeway in what they charge you. You know, you come up with your, your cart, or your box, or whatever, and the cashiers can really just they can give you whatever price they want for what you have. And a lot of times it's really high. Sometimes it's really low. And as you can imagine, a system like this, uh, it causes like a lot of buddy-buddy type stuff. There are certain people there that really just, you know, they suck up to the cashiers. They're really friendly in hopes of getting better prices. I could imagine that it works. I mean, it's going to be better than being rude, but, um... I don't do that. I'm not a suck-up. I just want a fair price. I don't want to have to do any kind of weird wheeling and dealing, you know, to get a fair price. I just want it to be what it is. And usually it is pretty good for me because I'm a polite guy. I'm nice. I clean up after myself. I don't cause trouble. I'm one of the nice ones. But I've heard of people doing things like buying lunch or bringing people coffee. All kinds of like just, I don't know, you'd call them small bribes, I guess. Trying to get a better price. And this is, you know, it's a pretty typical 
going on over there, and what happened was, this is what I think. This is what I think just from hearing, you know, rumors back and forth. Someone who hangs out there went and wrote a letter to the manager saying that this happens, and when they witnessed it, people were either let go or sent to other, uh, other locations. I don't know which. Could be either way. I'm thinking they probably just relocated them because it doesn't seem like there wouldn't be any way to have any evidence that this really happened. People can say it happened. You could see people taking bribes, but you don't know if the prices are being adjusted based on the bribes. And unless you have like a policy to where you can't accept things from customers, there's not a lot you can do except for transfer somebody to a different location. But, uh, that's been going on. There's been a lot of new faces. And like I said a few minutes ago, it's all been mellow yellow. It's all been really good over there. They brought in new people. And these cashiers, their focus seems to be, like, let's just move everything out of here as quickly as we can. Because when I go up at my car, they just eyeball it and go, I don't know, $2, $3. So I'm leaving with carts of, like, really fun stuff for lots of, you know, for hardly any money. So it's all... All good in the hood for your boy. Let's see, what else has been going over there? Like I said, man, it's been mellow to the core, but I have found a few cool things, which is always fun. The other day I got a, I got a vintage Game Boy, like the original Game Boy, in the box, with the earphones, with the Tetris, with everything. I found that, it was great. Let me tell you the story behind that, like, they brought out the drop, and I don't know, like, I... They bring out two at a time, two different rows, and they're, they're spaced far apart, so I went through the one as quick as I can, and then I moved on to the second, and there it was, it was sitting right on the top, in the box, right on the top, so I grabbed it, and, uh, I, you know, I was excited, I kinda, I held it to me, and this other dude that I, I don't like him very much, one time he came in, and he said some really homophobic things really loud, and I, I didn't think that was cool, didn't think it was cool at all, so he's kinda, he's on my not-so-friendly list, but he saw me with the thing, and he could, I think he could see in my face, so I was pretty stoked, because I was pretty stoked. I mean, this is, you know, the original Game Boy. This is the one I had back in the day from Christmas. I didn't think I'd ever get matched up with it and the box again, so I have it, and he sees me, and he goes, Dude, I don't know why you look, uh, you look so stoked. That's maybe worth, like, ten bucks. I don't know. I've only sold him for, like, five bucks, ten bucks. And I don't know if he was thinking, like, he could sucker me, and I would put it back down, not thinking it was worth very much, and then he could grab it up. Or if he thinks, like, you know, an awesome, you know, new-in-box Game Boy is only worth five or ten bucks. I don't even know which it is. Because even if you're not the kind of fool who follows the prices of stuff, you know that, like, a new-in-box kind of thing is worth more than just nothing, right? I mean, obviously. Obviously. So, I don't know, dude. Besides being, like, a homophobe and a bigot, he's also, uh, bad at eyeballing prices. Let's see, what else? What else did I find? Oh, I got, I got up on a Lisa Frank backpack. I don't know if you guys remember, uh, Lisa Frank from back in the 90s. It was kind of a girl thing. There was, like, backpacks and shirts and stickers and all, you know, all that kind of, like, uh, Trapper Keeper type stuff. And it featured rainbows and unicorns and all kind of, like, really neat, girly, uh, fantasy elements. But just like we collect our things, they also collect their, their things. And Lisa Frank is kind of highly sought after. What, here, I'll give you a tip. If you are, uh, out doing a thrift store thing and you see some Lisa Frank stuff and it says Lisa Frank with a capital L and a capital F... It could be valuable. And this backpack turned out to be worth a bit more than I thought. When I got home, you know, I, I thought, I'll, I'll check this out on eBay. So I typed it in and looked it up. And I, people sell it for like 140 bucks. So that's all good for me, good for your boy, because it probably cost a quarter. So, and, you know, that is a pretty good profit margin, turning 25 cents into 100 and, you know, 100 and whatever bucks. But 
ultimately it's nice because somebody will get it back. Somebody probably had this. And the reason they're willing to pay so much is because they want to have it back in their life. So it's cool that I was able to pull it out of the dig where the next stop was the good old dump areno. And it's going back to somebody who wants it. So, you know, it's a win for everybody. One less thing in the landfill. One more thing to warm somebody's hearts. And, you know, a bunch of bucks for me, your kid, right here. We are starting to run a bit low on time, so we're going to get ready to move into the final segment of the show known as the Toys R Us Report. If you ever want to get up on any of this stuff that I talk about, another way that you can help support the show is to go to virtualdirtmall.com. That's my eBay store. I got all kinds of fun stuff up there. Uh, If you ever buy anything from there, if you're a listener to the show... Please let me know. Send me a message, and I'll, you know, throw some fun goodies from uh, up here on the space station into your box or your envelope or whatever. Just let me know. Shoot me a message. Say you listen to the Toys R Us report, and I will hook you up. I will also, if you want, I can say what you bought on the show and give you a big shout-out, big bow-wow, as it were. So just, you know, make sure to let me know if you get anything over at uh, virtualdirtmall.com. Use the eBay Messenger system. That's, that's the easiest way to get to me. It will make my phone beep. So... With all that said, let's move into the final segment of the show known as the Toys R Us Report. Make sure to visit virtualdirtmall.com and support the show with a generous purchase of some retro or not-so-retro junk. He won't be sorry for long. You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment, your weekly toy shop update, the Toys R Us Report. When it comes down to virtualdirtmall.com, you know what? You won't even be sorry at all. There is no risk. I'm a fast shipper, good packer. I get things out as soon as you order them. And I got, you know, I'm easy on the returns. Just let me know you didn't like it. Send it back and we're good to go. So let's see um, what is going on over at the Toys R Us. I just got to say nothing, man. Not a whole lot cracking at the store. I've been down there a couple times and I think we're in that period now where we're not going to see anything fun until we start seeing things for Christmas. So, it's just kind of floating in stasis at the moment. There were some new Star Wars figures. This was actually one of the few times I've seen the Star Wars black up there. They had, uh, I think they had Chewbacca. They had Poe Dameron. Is that who Oscar Isaac is? They had Poe. They didn't have Kylo Ren. Um... They had a few. I took a picture. Go over to uh, icrobots.com. Check the post. You might even be able to see this on your phone. With some systems, you can see the uh, the pictures that I've included along with the show description. So if you can, you should be able to see the, the ones that I saw. So, I don't know, my dudes. It's just slow, stagnant time over at the Toys R Us. I did go to the Walgreens. I'm a big fan of Mini Mates. And, you know, as you know, I am a big fan of Mini Mates. And Walgreens had some exclusives. So I went down... They got the lock on the um, Marvel Animated Universe, the ones that are on Disney XD, like Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers. These are fun cartoons. I don't know if you watch these, but they are fun. I really like Spider-Man Web Warriors. The Avengers one is cool, and I'm not all that into the Guardians of the Galaxy one, but it is definitely fun. It's just like, it's exactly like the movie. The characters aren't so much based on the Guardians comics. Definitely on the movie. You got Chris Pratt, you got Batista, you got the mixtapes. It's cool. Just, I don't like it as much as I like uh, the Avengers or Web Warriors. Web Warriors is fun. Right now, they're doing this big uh, contest of champions angle that's been going on for like four or five episodes. So it's pretty, pretty dope, pretty involved stuff. So 
If you don't know about that, now you know. You just gotta go over to Disney XD and check that out. But, uh, Walgreens has the exclusive lock on the figures. So I went down to see what they got. And I did see one pack of Guardians of the Galaxy. It was cool. It was, uh, Star-Lord, somebody else. Uh, probably Groot. Star-Lord, someone else. And there was, like, a mini Rocket Raccoon, which is cool. And they were based on the animated ones, not the movie ones. I do have the movie ones. And these ones, uh, they're very similar, but, you know, they're not exactly the same. And next year, or maybe even sooner, I'm not really so sure on the date, they're going to be coming out with more for the, uh, the Avengers cartoon. I'm sure you'll see Thor, Cap, you know, all the Avengers standards that are in there. What else I've been into, and this is just, like, I don't know, this is like a weird idea I had the other day. Uh, I'm really into reactions, you know, the ones that are like the original, original Star Wars figures with the five points of articulation, and they, they have all, all sorts of weird licenses, Pulp Fiction, like more grown-up stuff, but I've been into these reactions lately, and you know what would be neat is if they, if Hasbro made G.I. Joe figures in the style of the reactions, like in the style of the original Star Wars figures. It would be so cool to have a five point of articulation stalker with just, you know, one gun, no backpack. I don't know. This is something I think would be really cool. I don't know if they would go ahead and do it, but I could imagine myself buying the original release of figures, you know, Snake Eyes, Scarlet, uh, Breaker, you know, Clutch, uh, just all those dope guys in that real simple style of the reaction figure. I know that reaction and Hasbro are different companies, but it would be, I don't know, this would be something that I would like to see. What would be some other cool uh, reaction license? You know, be like, how about the Wu-Tang Clan? I think we could all get behind that, get like an ODB, the RZA, the Jizza, with the card uh, looking like the original uh, 36 Chambers record cover. That would be dope. I'd be, I would be so into that. I can't even let you know. I just, they should try that. I don't know. Maybe they've already thought about it. Uh, what else would be cool? Let's think about this for a second. What would be neat? What is like, how about, uh, well, you know, MASH would be cool. Or I'd like to see Mork and Mindy. I know these have already been things. What about Saved by the Bell? I can imagine there'd be some cool card art. Everybody would want to get, you know, Zack or uh, Mario Lopez. I don't know. That, that could be fun. Maybe not as fun as some other things. I know Funko got a lot of these licenses. So what about, like, you know, the Breakfast Club? It might be fun to get all those guys lined up. I know they make pops for them, but it would be cool to see some reactions. I don't know. Just some ideas. If you got some ideas for reaction figures, hit me up, dude. Hit me up on Twitter. At Icy Robots. Also, go on over to Facebook and join the group. It's facebook.com backslash Icy Robots. I-S-E-E Robots. And I don't know, man. We are at the wall. We are at the limit. This is going to be the end of the show. I want to send a big thanks out to, to Luke's Toy Store for helping out. Becoming a show show sponsor. So do the right thing. Go to lukestoystore.com, dude. If you like Mini Mates, this is where you're going to get them. They got all the good ones. They got loose ones, they got accessories, you know, uh, all kinds of loose, cool stuff. If you happen to lose a gun, you can find it there. If you need just one guy out of the two-pack, you can probably get it there. He has cool customizing tools, diorama tools. It's a fun set, man. I've, you know, over the years, I bought a lot of fun stuff there, and I have never once been disappointed. So, uh, lukestoystore.com, check me out, virtualdirtmall.com, and with that, you know, if you don't know, now you know. Yeah, that's right. This jam is rated Cold Medina, man. That's right, Cold Medina. We're in EFFECT, otherwise known as Effect. Know what I'm saying? This has been an IC Robots radio production.